This episode of The Adventures of the USS Carpathia originally aired on KJHK 90.7 FM. Check us out at our new home, The Young Learner's Guide to American Wildlife. That's younglearnersguide.com. Are you sure you want to send this file? Data exceeds recommended output level. Authorization required. Permission granted. Fatal error. Emergency system shut down. Fatal error. Emergency system shut down. Fatal error. The Adventures of the USS Carpathia in Outer Space! Oh, that's nice. Yes, indeedy do. Uh, Captain, you said you wanted me to, uh, to, to look in on? Ah, Barry, forgive me. The Resandrian Merchants Guild sent up this personal row butler as a negotiation gift. And I tell you, this bucket of bolts is one deuce of a masseur. Good morrow, Sir Perry. Well, howdy, mister. His name is Mortimer, and his personality set to Mr. Darcy. Now listen here, Perry. Tell me what you've heard about last night's computer shutdown. Just some basics, sir. Something in the gears got all gummed up, sounds like. Music selection updated. Damn it, it's been doing that all morning. Mortimer! With alacrity, my dear captain. Much better. All right, Perry, here's the skinny. Officially, the crash has only affected a few non-essential subroutines. In reality, the whole system's spiraling out of control. More and more functions are shutting down every hour. It appears your request was placed in Pashtun. Would you like to translate to English? I'll be. Is it serious? Life support and all that is fine, but we need the computer's cost-benefit analyzers for the trade negotiations with Rysander. There's no way of telling if Mortimer here is an honor or an insult. So you need old Perry to figure out what went wrong. Just like one of them slick, hard-boiled PIs in my Galactic Mysteries Vizzy books. Now implementing enhanced relaxation protocol. Sure, just... Ah... Uh, uh, whatever. Ah... Ah... Mortimer? Ah, no! Mortimer, that's too much! There's more wisdom in your body than your deepest philosophies, Nietzsche. That's not Darcy setting! Damn it, this thing got switched to milking mode! Turn it off, Perry, turn it off! Yes, sir, yes, sir! Ah, sweet Christ, it's crushed my legs! A hit job. Whoever took down that computer knows you're after him. My sweet, jaunty legs. Damn it, this computer is out of control. Now I'm helpless. Not for long, Captain. Jim Perry Private Eye is on the case. 
What? No! I've got a half ton of Roe Butler lying across my lap. Damn it, don't you see I'm stuck here? Uh-uh-uh. Say no more, Captain. You've got too much at stake to get caught up in this. I'll handle this one alone. Music selection updated. Not when the ship's secrets sleep. It's not too friendly a place for someone who wants to go poking around. But then... <laughs> I never was too good at making friends. Ambiance set to dark and rainy night. Captain may have been caught between a road butler and a hard place. What with his commendations on the wall and a reputation to uphold. But luckily nobody's ever mistaken me for a Johnny B. Good. Ever since I got caught pulling Cindy Lou's pigtails in the third grade. Yeah, you belly up to enough bars and throw back a few root beer floats with some rough, cotton-eyed rabble-rousers. Yeah, you start to get a feel for the seedy underbelly of a spaceship. Word on the corridor was an ensign named Ollie had been looking forward to a big delivery here on Rysander, which just happened to correspond with computer shutdown. Details were fuzzy, but he'd made himself scarce around the bridge ever since. Seemed like Ollie was trying to keep a low profile. Luckily, I knew where to find him. Aha! Um, knock? Nice place you got here. What are you doing with that joystick, bub? This here the reason you ain't been making it to work lately? It's the latest Karma Dragon gaming system. I finally get to play Yalta Conference online. Hmm, you don't see hardware like that on any astro-based planets. I got it from the Rysandrians. They've been running a special all week. No doubt you heard of that recent hitch in the ship's computer, giddy-up. Hold on. I've almost got Churchill to open supply routes to the Soviets. The computer? You know anything about it? Uh, I know it went down. What's the deal? What's the deal? My chips! The deal is there's a great big file clogging our internet tubes, and it's my job to figure out who put it there and why. Um... Okay? Listen, Ollie, you got the fanciest piece of technology on this boat. And don't forget your recent situation with that Mendelian dame. How could I? Flick twin? Send NVIDIA message like there's no tomorrow? Whew, yes siree. Those were some mega megabytes you plowed through in those days. I'm confused. Are you suggesting that sending too many messages could cause the ship's computer to shut down? You seem plenty eager to deny it. Perry, have you even actually used a computer? Oh, come on! Stalin was just about to agree to Poland's independence. Now cut the wise guy talk and deal me straight. All right, all right. Did this box set you back much? Uh, not really. It was kind of a steal. Hmm. The Rysandrians have never been too cozy with folks in an astro-based uniform. Makes me curious why they're so eager to cut a deal with you. Funny timing. What with these negotiations and all. Uh, well, I guess I didn't consider that. I suppose I ought to go have a word with these merchant fellas. Here, sorry about the grub. Right in my mountain space stew. My pa always said, it takes all kinds of fruit to make a fruit salad. Some things that sound like fruits, uh, limestones come to mind, aren't really even fruits at all. And they'll break your teeth if you try and eat them. Well, relations between Astro Base and the Rysandrians hadn't changed much since then. I had better odds of polishing off a whole key limestone pie than getting one of their merchants to talk to me. But still, I had to try. 
Come one, come all, come see with your own eyes the many treasures before you. Madame, madame, no need to push. There's plenty for everyone here at Snidely's Bazaar. What you asking for this quantum quilt? Beat it, lady. Hey, I was bartering. Scaring off my customers. Offensive, mister. Lieutenant Perry. <laughs> Lieutenant James Perry of Astro Base. I am Desine of the Rassandrian Traitors Guild. It is a pleasure to make the acquaintance of one of our honored hosts. Busy night, huh? Your vessel's bazaar deck is a most convenient way for my colleagues and I to serve your crew. I trust this encounter is nothing more than a pleasant happenstance? Relax, Pally. If you've done nothing wrong, then you got nothing to be scared of. I'd certainly like to accept your assurances at face value, Mr. Perry, but Astrobase has not of late made things easy for us Resandrians. What with the restrictions of merchants from Earth and exclusion from minority scholarships. And that makes you angry, does it? Would it not you? Hmm. Sounds like a motive. Pardon me, Lieutenant, but might I inquire as to the purpose of your visit? That's confidential. Now listen here. I want to talk to you about this video game thing you've been hawking. Perhaps I might see your credentials. Only thing you need to know is I'm a four-star Astro-based pilot who's got a bad habit of punching snide merchants in the face. The game is already played on a dozen worlds. Its sale was approved by your crew as a preliminary step in negotiations. I'm afraid the only bootleg around here is that gold piece around your wrist. I suppose you're right. It doesn't keep time well at all. In fact, it's been stuck at 3 o'clock for as long as I can remember. I guess you could say I mostly keep it for sentimental value. You see, I got it off a of foul mouth for Sandrian after a frank discussion about his plans to kidnap the Astro Base Ambassador's daughter. He tried to explain it was all a simple misunderstanding, but I presented five awful convincing arguments at the end of my fist, which got my point across pretty good. You see, I'm a calm, peace-loving man, but when I see that some eggheads want to cause trouble, well, I'm not scared to make an omelet any time of day, even for dinner. A delightful tale, Mr. Perry. But I believe my cup of lapsong souchong is getting cool. Do let my assistants know if they can be of any service to you. I'll be watching you, bub. Astrobase scum. <laughs> I didn't trust Desir further than I could throw him, even in Rysander's decreased gravity. But I had nothing to hold him on. So it was time for a little refreshment with my main squeeze. Faye Chinsky was one heck of a dame. Fiery red hair, mind like a snapdragon, and an ability to balance her personal and professional lives that even put me to shame. James, darling, I wasn't expecting you. I was in the neighborhood and stopped by for a nibble. How's about rustling up a yoo-hoo and chewing the fat with your old man? I'd love to, darling, but I'm all out of yoo-hoo. I didn't want to admit it. But I had a second motive in coming by Faze that night. She'd been acting awful strange lately. Not answering calls when I knew she's in, turning off her camera during video chats. It's a tough truth, but in the life of a private eye, even those you're close to and square with often fall under suspicion. 
Word is, you're looking into the computer shutdown. Word travels fast. In this Pony Express and Jack Snapes and Hoots Wallace, who can make heads or tails of anything? What are you talking about? Let's just keep business and pleasure mutually exclusive. Come here, sugar. Oh, James. You know I'd love to ease your stress, poor baby. But I have to fold these towels. Well, hello, you... Uh, guys. Howdy, Corgath. Corgath. What a surprise. You, uh... No Lieutenant Perry, of course. Uh, I, I wanted to drop by and uh, uh, let you know that I am uh, canceling my Tai Chi sessions next week. Well, that's a bummer. Those Tai Chi classes sure have improved Faye's mental equilibrium, I tell you. I haven't seen her so relaxed in months. I'll be sorry to miss it, Korga. Worry not. Classes will resume shortly. <laughs> Faye, have you been smoking? Pray that's me, Korgatado. I took up smoking as a means of increasing my ethos. It's an ugly world out there. Perry, what the hell have you been doing? I just got bitched out by the Resandrian ambassador about a rogue officer threatening his traitors, and now Ollie says you threw a coin in his mountain space dew. Explain yourself, Lieutenant. Captain, what happened to you? Well, after Mortimer the Robutler collapsed on me, he has to push me around in this damned wheelchair. Say hello, Mortimer. Darlene says it's a nice day, but I'm not sure. She seems so much more alive than I. I managed to get him set to the bell jar. We're seeing how it goes. Look, without the computer, I'm getting reamed in these trade negotiations. They offered 50 tons of baklava a year for full trade rights on Earth. I can't say if that's a great deal or just another fleece job. And since you left me stuck under a broken robot, Geek Platoon closed before I could place a work order. Ah, so you think it might be an inside job, eh? No! I think you'd better get the damn computer back online soon or you'll spend the rest of your career doing... whatever the metaphor for failure is. Mortimer, help me out here. Sensing the blind worms feeling their way around you in the dark. Their red mouths hidden from the sun as your body loses warmth. God, you're depressing. Don't you have a Shell Silverstein setting? First the trail goes cold. Then no yoo-hoo at my ladies. Thirsty and not a little bit fed up with this mess, I stopped by to see an old friend. Now, Lorraine's ain't the classiest joint. In fact, its zagat rating is downright abysmal. But you could always count on her to have an ear to the ground. Hey there, handsome. Haven't seen you in a spell. One of the usual, Lorraine. Sorry, Jimmy, I'm all cleaned out. Well, if that ain't salt in the wound. Just a cran grape then, babe. <sighs> so, Lorraine, seen anything unusual lately? Any strangers or shady business going on? Just the usual crowd, Lieutenant. They something I ought to know about? <laughs> this ain't cran grape. Let me see there. Oh, that's a Mai Tai. Sorry, Jimmy. This computer's been on the fritz all day. This here malfunction has malicious intent written all over it. And I'm here to find out who done it. I wish I had something for you, but life behind the bar is excitement enough. The only tabs I keep are on the folks that don't pay in cash. And Captain Derby, of course. Tell me square, doll. You wouldn't have happened to see any Resandrians around these parts, huh? Not too many new visitors to this place, now that those enlisteds have taken over. And there they go again. 
Shame all my customers couldn't be nice, clean boys like you, Jimmy. Say no more, sugar. So once we get all the planes in position, we can refuse the fuel until we get the cabbage up front. Howdy, boys. Uh, hey, LT, what's the problem? <laughs> I'll tell you the problem, Mac. LT's got his socks all bunched up around his ankles. It's making his feet sore. Ha! Good one, Charlie. The only problem with my sock is gonna be pulling it out of your tush in a few minutes, bub. Cause that's where my foot's gonna go. Up your behind if you don't mind Lorraine. We ain't done nothing wrong, LT. We're just engaged in a business transaction, you see. Listen here, Private. I'm on the hunt for a perp of unknown characteristics and unknown origin. But I do know he, or she, is probably looking quite suspicious. And your little black market cabal just jumped to the top of my list. Well, yeah? What makes you think we'd help out a two-bit lieutenant playing gumshoe, eh? Disrespecting an officer. How about I string you up by your sideburns, kid? Uh, ow, 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 ow. Well, 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 what do we got here? A concave anti-recondider, huh? Part of this pirate scheme you're running? Uh, I don't know how that got in there. You're gonna have to do better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of them Rysandrians must have slipped it into his coat when he wasn't looking serious, Lieutenant Perry, serious. Yeah, your story gets more interesting by the minute. What do you think the captain will say when I tell him I found you with unlicensed merchandise? What it means to say, LT, is that we're, we're sorry for causing such a ruckus. We just wanted to play Yalta Conference. Our Churchill clan just about got Iran declared a post-war neutral zone. We figured we could just make a couple bucks cutting deals with the other players. So you bought a restricted system entry device from the Rysandrians. They at least give you a good price on this? Two for one. They really make their money off in-app purchases. Sounds like they got nearly everyone on board. I'm taking this anti-recondider for evidence. Given your commitment to the service, I'm sure you don't mind. And clean up after yourselves, you filthy animals. I knew something was fishy with those seedy merchants back on the bazaar deck, but I guess I underestimated their ability to corrupt and manipulate the young and impressionable enlisted men in our fair vessel. Yeah, I was sniffing out one doozy of a roadside apple con game. It's time to give this disease a piece of my mind. That should succeed in dissuading Lieutenant Perry's little investigation. This episode of The Adventures of the USS Carpathia in Outer Space is brought to you by FlickTwit, keeping you in touch with people you don't want to have to talk to in real life. And by Astrobase's Navy, an interstellar force for good. We now return to the crew of the USS Carpathia with Act 2 of Space Files of a Private Dick, or When I'm Dead, Parry Me Deep. Rico, grab his feet. Someone's coming! Blast it. Leave him here. Let's scoot. Barry! Barry, wake up, damn you! Wake up! Captain? Don't make me make Mortimer park my wheelchair on your chest. All work and no play makes Morty a dull bot. Forward, Mortimer! Ready and able, sir. Just got a bit of a goose egg on the old noggin. 
good thing you're thick as a bowling ball up there. And in more important matters, this computer outage has negotiations completely stalled. I can only rely on resandry and ignorance of human physiology for so long before I run out of bathroom breaks. No worry, sir. I've had a major breakthrough. Just look at this. Uh, uh, well, I had it a minute ago. Now where'd it go? What are you blathering on about? Hmm. If I'm right, best you not be dragged into this in your condition. I have two broken legs, Lieutenant. It's not like I'm paralyzed. Ha, ha. I don't think I understand. Big surprise. I need a drink. Fare thee well, Captain. My head was singing like Conway Twitty with a bad case of whooping cough. I may have lost my only clue in this case, but I still had an ace up my sleeve. The beatdown I'd gotten was clearly the work of disease thugs, the aim of which was surely to protect their perfect crime. It was time for me to stop by the bazaar deck for a fresh pair of revenge shoes. I needed to know what they were stealing and why. Good Astrobasians, feast your eyes on this device, which allows you to store all your accounts and passwords on one secure server, guaranteed by a faceless corporate entity. Whoa, whoa! I need to know what you're stealing and why. <gasps> Lieutenant Perry, what do you mean by this accusation? You think it's real cute knocking a guy over the head when he ain't looking. Don't feel so good, does it? No, it hurts really bad. Good. Now tell me how to get rid of this virus you've uploaded, and maybe you and your cousins won't spend the rest of your days trying to remember what Rysander's purple sun looks like. What are you talking about, you crazy person? Listen here. I know you're hooking folks in with your two-for-one video game special and the allure of Yalta Conference Online. Now you're gearing up to liberate all our confidential tax records and such into the unknowable ether. Of course, but that's standard practice in the end-user license agreement. It has nothing to do with the ship's firewall. Our equipment can't even deliver a virus. These, these are simply AV plugs. Oh yeah? And what is that? That is the headphone jack. Well then, I'm sure you wouldn't mind me taking a look at all the micro bugs hidden inside. Uh, I guess there's not much in there other than rubber bands and a few Cracker Jack prizes. But that sure as heck doesn't explain why you knocked me on the noodle. Lieutenant Perry, perhaps we ought to discuss this privately. May I offer you a drink? Yoo-hoo. Neat. I'm afraid I can only offer tea. No thanks. No, Lieutenant, you must understand. The actions of my men are only the necessary steps to ensure our businesses continue unhindered. As a fellow illegal tradesman, you must understand. Cut the act, bub. I want to know your angle. You mean, you're not undercover? Working for the Black Market Exchange Commission? I'm only here to figure out how to fix a ship's computer. I couldn't care less what shady methods you've concocted to swindle the Carpathia crew out of their hard-earned space money. Ha-ha-ha! <laughs> it seems we've had a simple misunderstanding. You see, 
Oh my, we thought you were investigating our black market activities, <clears throat> which I can assure you are beyond a shadow of a doubt 100% on the up and up. Yes, my sincerest apologies for our little run-in. We have no knowledge of this virus or how it has impacted your ship's computers. Well, if it wasn't you guys who shut down the computer, who was it? We have a saying back on our world. Even a string-haired baboon may be king of the forest for a day. Magic dust and fairy tales, old man. Enough with your proverbs. Shoot me straight. What I mean to say is that the person you least suspect may be the most culpable. How can I know who I least suspect? Unlike Earth technology, all Rysandrian computers function with I's and O's. One would have to be an expert to manipulate such a fundamental variance. Seek your answer closer to the beginning. Beginnings, you say? Ollie! Gotta run, Snidely Merchant! After talking to Dizzy, I suspected Ollie done the deed. He'd sure give me the runaround pretty good, but I had the evidence to corner him like a steer to be. I'd have to play this one close to the vest to catch him in a confession. Downward facing dog. Good Faye. Now you'll want to extend your leg in a little higher. Uh, here, let me hold it for you. Oh, yes. That feels good. Howdy, y'all! James! What are you doing here? Korgath and I were just... Yes, uh, Lieutenant, I'm afraid you've just missed Tai Chi today. No time to chat. I'm about to crack the case. Ollie! You in? Ollie! No answer. Either he is playing dumb, or he'd already split town. Either way, I didn't have time to wait and find out. I set about searching for clues. I taped off the crime scene. I dusted for prints. I read through his journal. Sentimental trap. I checked his cabinets. Finally! The video game. If there's evidence here, it'll be somewhere in that magic box. You have chosen Exterminate the Kulak. Confound it! I just can't figure this business out. Greetings, Professor Falcon. Now accessing programming mode. It's too damn advanced! Now printing corrupted file. Hmm. Maybe you're not the wise guy you thought you were, eh, Ollie? Now printing to all printers. Why not? Yes, print till you can print no longer. All right, Ollie. Now let's have a look-see at your dirty secrets. What is this? Picture of a muddy squirrel? Sin at 11.47 p.m. Well, that's when the computer went down. Data exceeds recommended output level. And then he authorized it anyway. That cur. Sabotage. Wait a tick. What's this? A note from Molly on the door I busted down. 
Well, how did I miss that? Went to the reeds. Not that anyone cares. Me, Ollie. I care. On the way back to Lorraine's, it appeared everybody had caught on already. They were all holding and gawking at the printout. Good. Ollie's filth needed to be smeared around a little so I'd have options when I caught up with him and rubbed his nose in it. Good to see you again, sailor. Make any breakthroughs? Darn right I have. And he's sitting right over there with all those hoodlums. Now, Jimmy, I don't want no. No need to help, Lorraine. I can handle these jokers myself. It's got something up their sleeves, and I'm pretty sure that we could use it to get their back in the When I do that, perfect. We can pit the Stalin clans against the Roosevelt clans and take Belgium for England. Ollie, hold up with these hooligans. Why am I not surprised? Not again. It's not a big deal, Perry. We're just having a clan meeting. This is the last nail in the coffin, you sleaze. By the authority vested in me by Captain Jonathan Derby of Astro Base, I hereby place you under arrest. Uh, hold on, guys. I'll take care of this. What are you talking about, Perry? I'm asking the questions around here, mister. How do you explain this? Uh, well, it could be an indecipherable close-up of marine wildlife, or some kind of furry cucumber-like mammal. Ha! A likely story. It was I who uncovered this incriminating document from your video game. This is what's been clogging up the tubes. Hey, that's evidence. Hmm, yes. Um, I don't know how you've done it, Perry, but somehow you've run a backdoor patch on the firewall. Then you created a secure workaround for the failed network, and you encrypted the logarithmic matrix. The game system must have burrowed into the mainframe and shorted out a replicator in the server. Ah, thoughts exactly. What you've done, Perry, is basically to reverse engineer the antivirus capable of clearing the file from the server queue. But you completely ruined my Yalta Conference Online account by inverting my controls and deleting my memory card. You won't have much time for them video games behind bars, mister. Why would I use the computer servers to send such a file? Look, the security access code is unique to one user. It's not mine. But that would take hours to decipher. Look at the top. It says, Sender. Peter Korgath. You'll make a fine gumshoe one day, Mr. Closeroff. But leave the detective work to me. Sorry for the intrusion, fellas. You may return back to your business. And clean up your mess, you filthy animals. It's hard to believe a fine noble man like Korgath could have been behind all this. But that's the way the chips fall in this world. You think you got it all feared and squared just before Korgath pulls the rug out. Me, Derby, and even poor Faye. Korgath had made fools of us all. Yeah, he was a master of deception. A chameleon in the brush waiting to strike out at any unlucky mouse or feral cat that happened upon him. Now it was curtains for his little operation. I would be the thrifty crow snatching the worm from the jaws of defeat. Me versus Korgath, a duel of fates. Open up, Korgath. It's Perry. I need to talk to you. Korgath? Please enter. 
Have you ever gazed upon the infinite, Lieutenant Perry? Have you ever contemplated the brief flash of existence before our lives are extinguished, and we are left with nothing but the ashes of loneliness and solitude in the embrace of the all-consuming Galactoworm? Is that a rhetorical question? Because I have, and it is this contemplation that led me to my decision. Although my actions may not have been honorable, they were born of necessity. And I do not regret them, Perry. I'm sorry you had to find out this way, but I willingly accept the consequences of my actions. Now, I'd appreciate you keeping civil and coming with me to the captain so we can work out a proper punishment. Surely we can solve this disagreement amongst ourselves. You mean go up against you with those talons and teeth and that weird suit of armor you always wear over your uniform? I may be one tough SOB, but I'm no dummy. Jabs at my physiology aside, our dispute need not leave the confines of my quarters. Nay, if it were mine to do, I'd deal out the righteous retribution as necessary. But seeing as a crime was committed on this ship, it falls under the captain's jurisdiction. He'll be your judge, jury, and executioner. Very well. If you insist, we will look to the captain as arbiter. And so the case was solved. Computers had all normalized and everything. And I led Korgath through the corridors and hallways of the Carpathia, full of bittersweet certainty that by the end of the day I'd see him court-martialed and set out to dry. As we approached the captain's quarters, Korgath's head hung low in desperation and personal disgust at his actions. Now entering bridge. Welcome, Lieutenant Perry and Commander Korgath. So glad to see you again. You too, Rita. God damn it, you piece of shit. Up, up, I said. Why would you do that? For fuck's sake, why in the Milky Way would anyone ever design such an infuriating control system? It's like trying to stick your... Oh, Barry Gorgath. I was just, uh... Captain, I've identified the perpetrator and now presume to be taken into custody. Why is it so warm in here? After my accident, I seem to exist largely on heat, like a newborn spider. What's the word, Lieutenant? I'll spare you the gritty details, but after a run-in with the merchants, it became clear to me that the only way to ensure that justice would be done was to return to the scene of the crime. And seeing as how the only electronics that seemed to be able to access the computer systems were this here video game, I infiltrated Ollie's secure network, and, after a little sleuthing, I came to discover that Korgath was a culprit, the smoking gun in the document I forwarded to the crew. He sent this file to bog down the system and sabotage our diplomatic negotiations. We nearly came to fisticuffs, but I was able to defuse the situation and bring him along willingly to admit his treason in person. Wait, what? Wait, Korgath didn't do anything wrong. What do you mean? And stop hugging him all over. It's not becoming to be touching the perp. It was all a big misunderstanding. The game system locked up the hardware, so when Korgath sent his pick, it got locked up in transit. It was me. I asked him to send me the pick. He didn't do anything wrong. Faye, my brood love, this exoblade is not yours to fall on. Uh, hold on, everybody. Let me get this straight. So this mound of half-melted ice cream is a picture of Korgath's, uh, wow. You really outkicked your coverage there, Faye. Uh, sir, 
if I may. Eh, eh, I'm not done. Barry, you think this apparently compromising photograph was a deliberate act of sabotage? <laughs> of course, you see. No, no, I'm not done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Barry. I'll handle it from here. Korgath and Faye, you're confined to separate quarters until further notice. Dismissed. Perry, a word? You did a fine job today. You certainly had your work cut out for you. And I'm sorry about Chinsky. She's a fine woman, but sometimes things just don't work out. I don't think I understand, sir. Oh, really? How about a drink? Not on Astro Base's time, sir. I insist. Captain's orders. You're gonna need it, pal. Thanks. But well, I still don't understand. Hmm. You ever heard of a fella named Ziggy Freud? Even when the files close and the suspect's caught with his pants down, details from the case creep up and present themselves with new, alternative possibilities. And, as the captain sat there, explained the process by which I lost my one true love, Faye Chinsky, to Peter Korgath, I kept reviewing the clues, interrogating the suspects again and again in my head, trying to fit together pieces of the puzzle I'd never seen before. And, I'd finally learned what a dick pic was. Still, a good detective's work is never done. He's alone in a world of hoodwinkers and doppelgangers, where the only man he can trust is the one staring back at himself in the mirror. And then, only on a good day. And after all that, I sure as heck needed a fresh shave and a haircut. Dancing Bear Variety Hour is written and produced by Phil Garland, Scott Ross, and Justin Wilson. Questions, comments, ideas, etc. can be directed to news at kjhk.org or our Twitter at kjhknews. Thank you for listening to the Dancing Bear Variety Hour. We'll see you next month here on KJHK. Lawrence. Hi, it's Scott again. Just letting you know our new contact info is dbvhradio at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts, dreams, etc. And next time on Dancing Bear Variety Hour, sketches. Big Woody's Pizza. You order something big and hot. Maybe. What kind is it? Extra large meat lovers. You know what my favorite kind of pizza is? Is it sausage? Green pepper. I like to have some vegetables to balance out all the cheese. Yeah, it's a healthy choice. I have to. Yes, more of that and more, only on the Dancing Bear Variety Hour.